GeoQuiz today, chart your course for an island in the South Atlantic Ocean. Nobody lives there, nobody human anyway, but visitors there say that the island's snow-covered peaks, glacial ice, and blue-green bays are spectacular. This used to be a busy whaling station. Nowadays, it's home to giant petrels, elephant seals, and reindeer. But it's no paradise. It's got fierce winds. They sweep in from the Drake Passage and Antarctica. One more thing the island has, rats, lots of them. They arrived on whaling boats and stayed there. We're going to hear from a scientist who has plans to do away with these non-native rodents in the second half of the program. We've got the answer to our geo quiz for the day now. We were looking for a rugged, mountainous island in the South Atlantic Ocean. Tony Martin is an expert in animal conservation from the University of Dundee in Scotland. Professor Martin, the answer to our geo quiz today is, I'd say, about 7,000 miles away from where you are right now. Uh, yes, well, um, I'm uh, speaking to you from uh, near Cambridge in the UK, and um, the island we're talking about is uh, the island of South Georgia. Uh, which is uh, about three or four days sailing east of the Falkland Islands, which in turn are about a, a day or two days away from the southern tip of South America. Um, so it's a long way. And uh, for me to get there, I, I have to fly from the UK down to the Falklands uh, by one of two routes. One of them goes through Ascension Island in the middle of the Atlantic, and then we have to take a ship uh, from the Falklands uh, for a few days. Now, you've been making that long trek for something like 20 years now? I have, yes. Uh, it's a, since I, I was a child, it was one of those places that, that I'd thought long and hard about. I, I never thought I'd ever get a chance to visit it, but by great good fortune, I started working with the Sea Mammal Research Unit, and I made my first trip down there uh, to look at seals uh, and whales. So when you arrive on the island, when you first set foot, um, traditionally, over these past 20 years that you've been visiting uh, South Georgia Island, What's it like? Well, the, the first moment uh, on the trip when you see South Georgia emerging from the mist is one of those moments that makes the hair stand up on the back of your neck. It is the most remarkable sight. And um, the best description I've seen of South Georgia is if you imagine taking a chainsaw horizontally to the top of the Alps, and then you, you take the, the, this glorious glacial landscape and you dump it um, into the sub-Antarctic. And that's what you see when you, you approach South Georgia, these amazing mountains uh, coming out of the mist and covered in, in ice and snow. Um, it is uh, an extraordinary place and, and something never to be forgotten. And also a feast for the ears and the eyes, from what I know. Yes, uh, indeed. And also um, for the nose, because if you happen to be downwind of, of South Georgia, you'll likely be uh, downwind of some of the many very large penguin and albatross colonies. And the smell from those is, is quite uh, riveting as well. But yes, um, uh, the, the, the sight and, and the sound, um, these bird colonies, um, uh, the albatrosses and penguins particularly, can be extremely noisy. Um, the island itself is mostly snow covered on the top, but the beaches are full of seals, these huge, great lumbering lumps of lard, the elephant seals, and also the rather smaller and very aggressive but very cute fur seals. Uh, something has changed, though, in, uh, maybe if you can tell us, it's the past few years, but there's a different population that has severely affected what you see, hear, and smell on the island. Yes, in fact, the, the change that um, uh, occurred and that is when rats and mice were brought to the island by man, uh, occurred something like two centuries ago. 
the island was discovered by Captain Cook in 1775. And not many years after he, he took the, the stories back of this wondrous island full of, of wildlife and particularly seals, um, wooden boats from both the United States and from the UK in particular made their way down. There were, um, in the, the late 1700s, apparently hundreds of, of small sealing boats. And they took with them, um, by accident of course, rats and mice, which then um, invaded this island, which hitherto had had no uh, native mammals at all. And over the next um, series of decades, these rats just chomped their way through literally millions, probably tens of millions of seabirds. And as a, as a result, most of the main island of South Georgia today is bereft of, of the majority of birds, the smaller birds, um, which just cannot uh, withstand this um, predation by rats. And when, do you, when, when you set foot on the island now, how soon can you notice the difference? Well, if, if you're aware of what's going on, it's almost immediate. And the best way I can describe this is if you go onto one of the islands offshore, which no longer have, uh, sorry, which are, are free of rats, they've never had rats uh, get to them, um, you go out at night uh, with a headlamp on, and it's like moths around a flame. Uh, the, the seabirds coming ashore at night to go into their burrows. The noise is a cacophony. It's the best way I can explain it. Your, your head is filled with the sound of these birds whirring around your head. And then you go onto the mainland of South Georgia. Incidentally, it's about 100 miles long, this island, so it's a substantial chunk of rock. Uh, and there's just silence at night. You go out expecting to hear this, this raucous sound, and there's nothing. You can hear a pin drop, if it wasn't for the wind at least. Um, and that's the best way of describing the impact of these, these rodents. So, so I want to talk about the removal effort. But first, what, what is it that they've actually done to destroy the bird population and how much of the bird population? I guess it's migratory birds primarily. Um, yes, a lot of migratory birds. The, the birds we're talking about are mostly uh, seabirds which nest underground. Uh, on South Georgia, there's something like 30 different species of bird which nest there. And, and the majority of them, actually, are, are ones which live underground and they're quite small. Um, some of them are, are not much bigger than a sparrow. And there's a lovely one, the Wilson Storm Petrel, uh, which breeds on South Georgia and migrates seasonally up to the eastern uh, US and Canadian seaboard. Um, but they're not much bigger than a sparrow. They have this amazing uh, migration. And there are many different species like that, none of which um, can live in the presence of rats. The, the rats literally eat the brains and the eyes of the live chicks and, and take the entire uh, lot. And so, as I say, it's just the offshore islands where you have these little lifeboats um, of, of small islands with the seabirds still breeding. So to deal with the problem, you're, you're going to be doing a lot more than setting a few traps. Uh, there are a lot of rats, and it sounds like a, a pretty definitive and maybe even desperate way to handle them. What, what are you going to be doing? Yeah, well, the, the, the task um, that faces us is to eradicate rats, and that means that if we get rid of 99.99999%, we failed. This is not a control of rats, it is a, rats. It is a removal of rats. And the only way in which it can be done on an island of anything like this scale, as I said, 100 miles long and maybe 20 miles wide, uh, is to use helicopters to spread bait pellets. Uh, and my job as, as the director of the project is to plan it such that every single rat on the island has access to at least one bait pellet. And a single bait pellet 
is adequate to kill that animal. And, and how much of the, the, the bait pellet, how much of the, um, uh, the poison are you going to be dropping? Uh, well, in this coming year, we're going to be dropping just short of 200 tons of, of uh, pellets. Um, and uh, we have to spread them over uh, something like 200 square miles in this coming season. And then we'll finish the work a couple of years later. Holy smoke. So with all that bait that you're dropping from helicopter, that's a lot of rat poison. Do you anticipate that there's going to be collateral damage? I mean, one would think that the island itself would suffer. Yes, it's a very good question. And one, of course, that we have to face at the very outset. It's impossible to put down the amount of poison, which is what this is, um, to deal with all these rats without expecting to get some kind of collateral damage. Um, and on South Georgia, where there are no uh, native mammals, no native amphibians or reptiles, the collateral damage will be in the form of birds. So my job as a zoologist has been to uh, find out how we can do the job of getting rid of the bad guys, the rats, without getting rid of the good guys, the birds. And one, for example, one technique of doing this is to go late in the season, as we are, almost into winter, so that most of the migratory birds have already left the island, so they, they, they're not vulnerable. And there are other ways we can do this by, for example, designing the shape of the pellets and the size of the pellets and the color of the pellets so that they're not attractive to birds. So but wouldn't it be the case where at some point when migratory birds come back, that there will be some that will ingest the that there will be some that will ingest some of the pellets anyway, and that you might be hurting the very species you're trying to save. That's absolutely right. And uh, for that reason, we did a trial last year, the beginning of last year, um, on about twelve percent of the island to see what the impact would be, what the collateral damage would be. The answer is that we did, unfortunately, very sadly, kill a small number, low hundreds of uh, vulnerable species, um, but the, the key thing, I mean, we knew that we would lose some birds, that's inescapable. The question is how quickly would that damage, that population damage be recovered? And the answer was it was recovered within one year. We went back to look very carefully in the same place where we dropped the bait, and we found that the few vulnerable species, and we're talking about four or five out of 30, um, had recovered entirely um, the losses that had occurred the previous year. And something I should say here, it, it is of course enormously um, regrettable that any birds should die as a result of this. But what we're looking for here is the recovery of tens or arguably a hundred million pairs of seabirds to come back to the island after we finish this work. And therefore the losses, some hundreds, arguably maybe a few low thousands, if they can be replaced very quickly, and we're going to uh, relieve the island of rat pressure in perpetuity forever, then most people, I think, would argue that as painful as it is, it's actually a choice worth making. Uh, sounds like you did a bit of a trial run, um, but I wonder if primarily this is the kind of idea that works on paper, uh, and in reality, if you still have some questions about how effective it might be. Um, well, yes, the challenge that faces us is enormous. This is um, going to be 10 times the size of anything attempted um, like this in the past. It is an enormous challenge, and, and it sounds an impossible task. And certainly when you look at the topography, you see these towering mountains, and you realize that wherever there's a rock, there could be a rat underneath it. You think, how can it possibly work? But we, we did carry out a trial last year. Uh, we spent something like uh, 2 million 
US dollars to, to carry that work out. And incidentally, we, the bait is, is made in the United States. It's the, the best bait available, uh, made by Bell Labs in Wisconsin. And we, we did a trial to find out if we could get rid of the bad guys and not get rid of the good guys. And the, the results, of, as I've mentioned, were very good. So we're going back to the island with a much bigger budget. We're going back with three helicopters, a team of 25. And we're as confident as we can be that the plans we have in place, the preparations we've made, will allow us to succeed, to get rid of the, of the rats and to have a very healthy, flourishing bird population thereafter. Thank you. Tony Martin is an expert in animal conservation who's headed soon for South Georgia Island, which is the answer to our geo quiz. He's going there to help rid the island of its rats. Thanks again. It's a pleasure.